Shy Fit Podcast. Right, guys, welcome to uh, our next input podcast, and today we're going to be talking nutrition. Uh, and I'm very lucky today because we have our two specialist nutritionists. We've got Max. Hello. And we have Sarah. Hey. Um, and today we're going to talk about nutrition, uh, give you some little bits and facts and things that uh, we think you should know that can obviously help you out a little bit. And then we're going to talk about our whole new service that we're offering as well later on in the podcast. But first, to begin with, obviously you've all heard from Max, if you've listened to pod, a lot of recent podcasts we put out, heard how obviously how much information he knows uh, and what he's been up to. But today is the first time that we have Sarah on the podcast. Um, so Sarah, in true fashion... We start off with some quick fire questions. Um, we've had some controversial ones like Coach Ash where he just talked about beer and food. Uh, we had Dan where he said the most random things ever heard. Um, so I'm going to give you some quick fire uh, questions and you can sort of let me know your answers physically quickly as you can. Okay. So, no, so number one, listen in. Uh, texting or talking? Texting. Favourite day of the week? Saturday. Favourite place to go to on holiday? Uh, the beach. You know nickname? Slong. <laughs> Favourite song? Uh, I don't know. Anything. Anything happy and fast. Okay. Can you speak any of your languages? Uh, rubbish. <laughs> that's, not can, language. that's not a language. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm completely <laughs> fluent in rubbish. That's <laughs> yeah, I'm quite good at that one as well, to be fair. Um, how long does it take you to get ready, i.e. in the uh, morning? 10 minutes. Oh, yes. Um, scale of 1 to 10, how good are you a driver? 10. Uh, fill in the bank. Dan Powell is? Lovely. <laughs> you are the big, big pause. <laughs> big pause. That was, yeah, that was what I thought out. What age do you want to retire? Uh, 50. Okay, not long left then. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, invisibility or super strength? Super strength. Oh, that's good. That's fantastic. And we'll, uh, we'll let you relax there. Phew. <laughs> um, but as anyone you don't know, we talked about it in a recent podcast where we said that Sarah's joined the team. And so Sarah this week's obviously joined the team. Um, and she's going to be coaching uh, all of our class at ShireFit. And also, uh, as you see, we're bringing out a whole new uh, sort of thing for our members, which is nutrition. And we're offering the nutrition programs, nutrition goals, consultations. And Sarah and Max are leading this up with their past qualifications and their knowledge in this field. Um, so today, that's exactly what we're going to talk about. Um, Max, if you sort of talk through your history of nutrition and what you've done, because you've definitely tailored things yourself and changed yours with your training as an athlete. Yeah, so um, I started off by doing this whole like broad stroke style of nutrition where I just focused on eating whole foods, no like man-made or processed foods and stuff like that. I started cutting out... Um, uh, inflammatory foods and styles of foods that we know to be a little bit more inflammatory and then I kind of focus more on uh, just getting some basic quantities uh, right. Then I went in a little bit more detail and I started following the zone diet pretty um, religiously, um, got super lean, 
probably too lean and probably restricted my uh, performance a little bit. And then since then, I've been on this like journey of like discovering what works for me in terms of performance because my goals are performance orientated, not aesthetic orientated. So um, uh, yeah, I've started to reintroduce some food groups to my nutrition at the moment that are really helping me uh, progress in my training. Um, in terms of like as a coach, this is something that me and Jack sat down a while ago um, and we really wanted to bring in our motivation for bringing in this nutrition stuff was that we see a lot of uh, our members at the moment who are doing really well, they're making gains, they're making progress and then they hit a, a, a plateau and they start to slow down and they perhaps don't reach the goals that they want, whether that's weight loss, uh, strength gain, um, bodybuilding, um, size, growth, whatever their gain is. And we think that the key to unlock that uh, potential is probably through nutrition. And so that's why me and Jack and Sarah now as well, she's joined the team, have been like trying to bring this on board for our members to give them more, give an opportunity to get more out of the training at Sharfit. What, um, what caused you to start looking at your nutrition out of obviously from not doing it at all to then suddenly looking at it and changing it? Uh, so, it's nutrition is like educated as being at the bottom of the performance pyramid. Mm -hmm. um, we won't go into the rest of the stuff on it. Controversial, as we were given a new talk on uh, mindset recently at the weekend, weren't we? That yeah, yeah. our man Ben introduced. But yeah, nutrition is supposed to be at the bottom of the performance pyramid. Um, and so it was kind of monkey see, monkey do. Saw a lot of the top athletes doing it, realised that nutrition was really important. And so started to look into what I could do so I had a quite a busy lifestyle and I didn't really have that much time. So I literally just decided to start trying to nail easy things first. Get whole foods nailed, get um, inflammatory foods nailed before I started moving on to the basics. More difficult. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And Sarah, you've had a uh, slightly different pathway with your nutrition or different mm. goals, as it were. Um, yep. Likewise, what happened, what happened for you? What made the change and where did you go through as you went through that? Um, I spoke to another nutrition coach um, and I sort of started working with him. And then I realised like how powerful the effect of sort of food was, and I thought, do you know what? I'm actually quite seeing some real big differences here. You know, I've always eaten quite healthily, but you know, I didn't necessarily have everything sort of balanced how it should be to get sort of like maximum sort of like performance or effect. So I sort of started working with him, and, and then gradually as time went on, I um, tried to get a bit leaner. You know, sort of had different goals there, and um, with like my bodybuilding stuff. And then now I'm sort of trying to sort of use food again, but to get more strength and everything else. So, you know, there's different uses for food. Obviously, we eat to be healthy and like a lot of people want to lose weight, but then also we want to use it for the opposite. We actually want to build strength and then sort of put on weight as well. So, you know, it's it's just so fundamental in, in everything we do for sort of getting where we want to get to, really. And what, what uh, for you, so obviously you, we've known you and you've been training with us for a long, long time. Mm, you've yeah, been doing definitely. CrossFit even longer. How, how many years have you been doing CrossFit now? Probably about seven. Seven years, yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah. So I remember I turned up started doing it. You, yeah. were, you were there doing it and absolutely questioned me at everything. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> what, um, what was your point where you like, what made you think, okay, I want to tap into, into my nutrition now? Um, the main reason is... Um, I've always wanted to do um, bodybuilding stuff mm. and I thought right okay I've always wanted to do it but I've never actually set a time frame and I thought, then I thought right okay like in a couple of years I'm going to be 40 and I thought I'm not going to sort of have a regret of getting older and thinking oh I wish I did it when I was younger so I thought right okay I'm 40 soon let's get this done let's see what my body's capable of um, so I just then thought right okay I know where to get the answers go to a nutrition coach and then try and sort of go from there but yeah, I'm sort of 
really surprised about as soon as you know the knowledge and as soon as you know what you're doing, how effective it all is. It's, it isn't rocket science at the end of the day, it's just a knowledge thing and as soon as you've got that knowledge, you can then apply it and you're off. Well, you've seen huge change, haven't you, as well, yeah, since definitely. you started your nutrition change. I think yeah. um, what's I, I think what's really fascinating, both of you being in the team and offering this, is you both come from similar backgrounds with slightly different aims, mm -hmm. but so much different knowledge as well that you can apply yeah. to each other, as we've seen already since we've been discussing. Mm -hmm. um, so if we talk about that now, and we think about, and, and I know we've got lots of people that listen, uh, that do a lot of these things, and they want to implement a lot of these things, mm -hmm. um, when we think about base level nutrition and the first building blocks, obviously making changes, what's the first thing? Is there anything that comes to your mind straight away as as coaches that you would offer someone advice if they come to you and literally go, I want to change my diet. Is there any baseline things you should do or do you need to know their specific goals first? What What's the step, stepping stones there? Off the bat, I would say eat whole foods that are not mm. processed or man-made. If it comes out of a yeah. packet, if it rustles, don't eat it. Yeah, it's, no, right. it's, knowing, yeah. it's knowing what yeah. you're eating. And you know, when you get really good at this, you can do all of your shopping in about 20 minutes because it's up and down the meat aisle and up and down the uh, the veg yeah. the veg bit. People often massive. think that eating healthy is more expensive and I really beg to differ. And like, like you say, doing your food shopping, you just literally whiz in, whiz round, yeah. you can miss half the aisles out. It's, um, yeah, I think it's, it's yeah. easier. I think um, I think you're right because people a lot of people do associate it being quite expensive and they just yeah, change yeah. it, getting ready from the processed foods. Yeah. I I think um, I think the the whole idea of understanding or education mm. on what you need to get is the important bit because for instance even myself I have a base level of nutrition knowledge that I've obviously revised as we've started and more people have asked. But if I go in and want to start trying to eat a lot better and I go down those aisles, it's relatively easy to sort of mass buy the wrong things yeah. that you think, oh, I need to make this to cook all these foods. So the next thing you have spent a lot of money. But what I've definitely seen from both of you coming in and applying your nutrition, eating things, is actually relatively simple, isn't it? And, yeah, definitely. Uh, and, and eating those simple things is quite easy as long as you know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're, we're realists. And, and what me and Sarah both believe in is that we'd prefer people... Um, be able to stick to a plan for a long term like years mm. uh, down the line as opposed to like do a 100 day crash like lose two stone and then like put it all back on over the next couple of years like, yeah. that's not what we want we want like a lifestyle change for people mm. where they like tick away at it like I've said this over and over again to certain people I've worked with that like health and nutrition's not one big choice made like on Monday I'm going to start being healthy and eat properly it's like a thousand choices made over the course of like three years where like they all add up to small little uh, little dents in your performance and your training basically. Your habits, yeah. Your habits, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that makes complete sense. Yeah. You've said a lot about that, Sam, in terms of education, how yeah. you and you have been and you want to continue to educate people. Mm. A bit like what well, I think we do in the gym really well at Shire Fears in... Get, like we have members now that go oh I've just seen this online I've watched their technique and I was like oh god and they're understanding actually how not just what yeah. and I think that definitely transitions into later in life so they know the processes they don't always need that support they can do it themselves yeah. and also like like doing all this cooking like cooking everything fresh it's it's actually quite quick like some people think oh I've only got I don't know I've got in late from work I just need to go around the shop and get something quick and they think that the quick is therefore the unhealthiest option that they're going to walk into when they walk in the supermarket. But you can actually cook a lot of the stuff that we're talking about quicker than some of the others. And it's just so much better for you. And 
yeah, it's, you've just got to put that investment in and change your mindset to. Yeah, I positive. agree. Yeah, the um, the common thing with like seeing nutritionists is always that you see they look like perfect individuals that eat perfect food. So I suppose to get rid of that mindset and understand that we, you you are real people as well. Yeah, we're not. What's your like yeah, go to? Cookies. Before you even finish the sentence. <laughs> is it cookies um, and milk or just I'm cookies? I'm a cookies monster. Like, my family all know this. <laughs> I, I can barely... I can barely get home when I've bought a pack of cookies without eating them before I even make it home. Like, cause, oh man. Have you got a certain brand or not? Uh, like, I like the five packers, you know, from like Sainsbury's or Tesco. Oh, like, so like you go, you go <laughs> cheap and cheerful, you just go like, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like amazing. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a decent one. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah, what are you saying? Um, no, mine is scones with clotted cream and jam and a cup of tea. Mm. Oh, that's that's so British, that, isn't it? That's I literally the. But if I was gonna like spoil myself, that's definitely my go-to thing. Yeah. Yeah, my, mine's yeah. a bakery. Like anything in a bakery, I'm happy. So like yeah. sausage rolls, all that. Oh <laughs> nice. my god, yeah. Like I'm, a, I'm all about savoury. Um, you couldn't pay me to eat a sausage roll. Like, really? Yeah, horrible. Too many bad ones. You know, uh, yeah, you need to know where you're going. You need yeah. to find your, you, you know, a bit like a hairdresser. You find your bakery. Yeah. You know, you're gonna be yeah. there. They're gonna be good. Um, yeah. yeah, and also like. Fast food? Do you do you ever you you do find yourself going to fast food things or not really? Really? No, I don't. Oh no. Do you know what that is? Do you you know what I find with the fast food stuff is is it's genuinely habit. So people, when they like you said earlier, like resonates so much. You speak to people when they and and this is what I think is really nice about you two is you understand people. You understand their workloads. You were talking earlier about people have to travel lots of work and Mm. how it's hard to do the nutrition. It's so easy, isn't it? It's easy and convenient. They've done so well. It's convenient for them to nip in there and just buy that thing. And it, it's like, yeah. te- like 10 minutes have eaten already and they're gone again. Yeah. So that's that convenience. But actually with, with what we were saying there, we're having a bit of understanding education. They can make some really valid, good choices um, on, on what, they're, what they're doing and what yeah. they're doing. And we, like, ultimately, me and Sarah know because we've done it on ourselves. So we're not in the business of like just putting out these theoretical mm. programs where like... It says eat this, eat that, and then you'll get thin. Because we know we've done it ourselves. Like that, like you know, for example, if I program like five hundred grams of spinach, it just ain't gonna work. Because the whole bag of spinach is gonna be absolutely horrendous. I've been there, guys. Yeah. I've tried to eat five hundred grams of spinach. Yeah. It isn't very nice. Do you know why? Uh, so that was my first mistake actually with nutrition. Well, I was tracking, so tracking what I was eating. And I will tell you, this is very funny. And uh, my first day. And as you know already, like throughout the day, I'm not very good at eating. So I find myself, I get to the day and I'm like, oh my God, I'm not eating anywhere near what I was supposed to eat. And I had a load of calories left that I'd taken. So I was like, right, perfect porridge. So I worked it out. Like I worked out how many I had left. And I put it in the bowl. It didn't look that bad, does it, when you first put it in the bowl? So obviously put the right amount of milk in everything, measured all up, put it in there. It come out and oh my God, it was literally... It's like the biggest bowl. And obviously I couldn't put anything with it. just had to eat this bowl of porridge and it was huge and it was ridiculous. So then after that, I was like, I was, no, I was like oh my God, I need to start actually being more or planning a bit and understanding of what I was doing. So with that as well, I think a massive thing um, with nutrition is it seems so confusing so as an outsider, for instance, when I've looked into it before and I've spoken to different people, it seems very confusing for the for like the everyday person that's got other priorities in life to try and follow and do. 
And I suppose one thing we've definitely talked about is trying to make it as convenient, personal to that person, um, and easy as possible to make though that make it easy to follow. Basically, yeah. um, in terms of your experience of dealing with people and doing it yourself, in terms of obviously people talk about measuring food, tracking the numbers, all those kind of things. How how do you what's your plan and how do you find is the easiest way to keep track of that or have someone brand new step into it? I'd say like in the initial phases it does seem like a lot of work and obviously everything's new and it takes a lot of time but eventually the workload comes down and you start to like not have to weigh 100% of everything and like you know you know your set meals and what and what they look like and stuff like that and that gives you more flexibility then because like if you are out and about and you need to grab something you know what certain portions look like um, and Ultimately, that is kind of what we're trying to achieve with with these programs. Is we're giving people tools to be able to like fit them into their life, as opposed to like yeah, just being dogmatic about right. This is your plan. You have to eat this every single day. What we want to build is like better habits for a long term. Yeah, and you you remember meals that you've had, and you think, oh, I need to eat something. Oh, I need about that sort of portion of stuff. You think, oh, actually, yeah, a couple of days ago I had that. Oh, I still got some left, and you can like knock every meal and not very long. Yeah. So it's just yeah, using like past experiences. But eventually, it becomes second nature and more yeah. automatic, and also you don't need to spend that much time on it. Yeah. So uh, if we use that as an example for people, and I think a lot of the listeners definitely do train at CrossFit gyms or coach at CrossFit or own them. Um, the best way I think of looking at it probably in this sense is when you first come into the gym for the first time mm-hmm. and you have no idea what the warm-up means, you have no idea what an AMRAP is or an yeah. EMOM, but within three months you're suddenly a CrossFit expert. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. People think food prep's hard work and it's and at the beginning when you don't it's know... It's not fun though, is it? It's never no, fun. but like for me now, Let's put like, it out there. I used to get I used to get home and then like prep for the next day. And I used to be trying to prep like four different meals because that's how the way I do my food. And I used to think, oh my God, it takes forever. I need to cook each one one by one. And it took forever. Whereas like now I know that, you know, I cook all my chicken and keep it frozen in the right size portions in the freezer. So if I come to, right, okay, tomorrow I need three lunches. If I've run out of time, I can just bag, um, grab out the freezer, sorry, bags of chicken. And then I can buy bags of salad. I can like, you can buy stuff out all last minute. So... You you can be smart with it, but you, you just it takes a while to get to get to that point of knowing what the shortcuts are. But that's why we're here to, to give you the shortcuts. And that's why I'm a nutritionist to be there to be that support. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I like this might you probably probably actually put this in. Like I actually don't really think it is fun. Like mm. it's never going to be fun. But what it what it is going to do is perhaps buy people more time. Actually, when you get more efficient, it buys you more time because you don't have to think about what I'm going to eat, where I'm going to get it from. I don't have to waste time popping to the shop because it's there. Yeah. It's ready. Buys people more time. And the performance gains that you get from it are going to be like well worth the small amount of investment and time you're going to put in. So like, uh, like it's quite painful for us as coaches to watch people try really hard in the gym every single day and then not reach what they want to reach, whether yeah. that's get bigger or get stronger or whatever. So like the enjoyment, the fun comes from achieving their goals. Like when they mm. take the top off and they look in the mirror and they look wicked. They feel good. The yeah, so they, they feel awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I understand that hard work's actually giving them some kind of result. Yeah. So yeah. measurable then, so measurable results. How 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 what is is there a best way to see results, measure results, or is it different per client? How's how's how, what's the best way for someone let's say someone listening now is gonna look at changing their nutrition, mm. what are the different ways they can track it? 
for me personally, when I first started eating healthy and sort of following a nutrition plan, ridiculously, I didn't do anything other than take photos. Yeah. I didn't do any measurements. I didn't know what I weighed at the start and what I weighed at the end. I knew sort of historically that my weight didn't change very much. So I sort of knew what I started at. But weighing yourself doesn't actually, it doesn't always make a big difference. So I think from start to finish of my whole dieting piece, I lost like four kilos, which is like nothing. So I don't think weighing yourself is the right way to go, but pictures are a great way to tell a difference. Mm. You know, they're just pictures that you can sort of just take, keep on your computer at home, and then like every couple of weeks, retake your pictures from the same angles and the same place. You know, you can see real differences. I think it's important yeah. to do that because physical changes that you notice, you probably wouldn't notice every day, but you would definitely notice over time yeah the yeah the key there is like consistency i like yeah. that same angle same place mm. same time of day stuff like that um the key there is consistency we think with measurements so we've got a number of different ways that we can do that and as long as we're the same each time then we're going to get accurate measurement of progress mm -hmm. we the reason we don't like weight as a as a measurement me and sarah is because you can lose so much weight through water through changes in lifestyle through stress and stuff like that that don't really actually affect your lean body mass which yeah. is what we're usually chasing so weight we're not really interested in what we're interested in is uh like scale, uh, measurements using a tape measure okay so body measurements body right mm -hmm. yeah we've got um calipers that we can test whether the, you can dispute the accuracy of calipers all day long but if we use the same set of calipers every, single, the same, time. every single time in the mm. same scenario then you're probably going to get an accurate measure of progress likewise i really like what sarah said there about progress pictures like there's most people will be getting into nutrition because they want to aesthetically improve how they look and feel in their own skin so why not take progress pictures mm. and track how you're getting on That's it's really easy to it? compare i mean i quite often I quite often sort of look at pictures now and just try and compare like where I was a few weeks ago. I mean, obviously I'm going the other way at the minute. I'm sort of trying to get a bit bigger. So I'm always constantly comparing them pictures like, oh, is that changing? Is that changing? But it's a real good sort of static piece of information that you can look at. Yeah, it makes, yeah. Uh, makes sense. I think that's probably the big thing why like fitness has done so well recently because it is quantifiable. So everything's like measurable. Mm. So uh, you know when you're lifting more and you're running faster. I think that's why a lot of people struggle with nutrition because other than the scales, people always struggle to comprehend mm. where they're going with their goals. And like yeah. you said, I've definitely seen people where they've eat, eaten healthily, they've worked really hard, they've actually they've kept their weight body weight the same because yeah. they've put more muscle density on or they've even got heavier and it suddenly becomes a negative thing for them rather yeah. than like you said, either how you're feeling, which is hard to measure and pictures are a fantastic way. And like you said, in terms of calipers measurements, depending on what their goals are, is a fantastic opportunity to make sure you repeat, repeat, repeat to see differences as they follow the programme. Um, so let's say someone starts following a programme, how quickly, and this is this is a big dispute because I, like even yesterday, I was queuing up to go and buy some stuff in like a Tesco Express, and on the uh, on the side by the, by the counter there were a load of magazines. And the first thing was like women's health magazine and it said like get two your six abs. pack, yeah. <laughs> get your six pack in like two weeks, I think it was or four weeks, yeah. followed by following this programme. Um for you in terms of experience, what you've done for yourself, what you've done for others, where what do you see in terms of time period for results and then how do you view it in terms of obviously how that works? Uh so it all base revolves this is like where nutrition is part of a part of a bigger picture with the athlete involved yeah. so they've obviously got nutrition training sleep 
lifestyle, all those things that affect. And we can't look at one of those things in a vacuum because it just doesn't all work like that. Yeah, other, they all yeah. affect each other. So let's say in a perfect world, we've got the guy who sleeps nine, ten hours a night, eats everything 100% right per the program, and trains like an absolute mutant every single day, and recovers and has a almost stress-free lifestyle. You're looking like you could see some real change in like maybe four to six weeks, something like that. Okay. In, if the adherence to the program is it's like a hundred percent. Now, obviously, that's unrealistic. You're not going to get people do that regularly. So, realistically, I don't know. Like for a real noticeable mm. change, we're looking for around like eight weeks, maybe pushing mm. up to twelve. Okay. But again. It all depends on how bought in the person is and yeah. how, whether they're going to stick to the plan, what what sort of training they're doing, the lifestyle, the sleep, all those things really can, play a massive Yeah, factor. and I can guarantee that they'll feel better sooner than that and like, the way they carry themselves will be different and like, they'll have more confidence and, and then that will all like, apply to the, the bigger picture, I think. Yeah, I agree. And even, for say for instance, for me, if I have like a day or two that I don't eat very well, I feel it mm. when I do eat well. I also feel a lot better. And that's like the, how alert, the main thing for me is actually alertness. I feel like way more alert when I'm eating well, when I eat badly, yeah. I feel a bit like sluggish. And I can, I can completely see why people get into that loop because they feel sluggish, they go for the easy options and move through like that, yeah. yeah. But they, they reckon ketogenic is one of the best ways to go for mental acuity. Mm. So like a lot of the big um, uh, companies, like the big businesses in London and, New York places and people like that are starting to invest in ketogenic diets for their workers because it really increases mental acuity, uh, which is like, you know, a whole new groundbreaking part of nutrition where we yeah. can make people perform better in their jobs because they eat better yeah. during the day. That's just amazing. It's yeah, it's good. And the first Jack's two weeks, like, I'm going ketogenic. Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. I definitely. I don't think I. I think I massively struggle. Yeah. yeah. The first two weeks are probably the worst, or they might see their productivity go down. Oh yeah, yeah, change yeah. it over. Yeah. Like, what's what they do? What they do? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, that that's that, that's like answered it really in terms of like time frame. I suppose then um, we can sort of move on to a little bit about some facts really and. You, I've been speaking to both of you loads about different facts and things you've been teaching me, what you've been learning and what you've been implementing. If you had maybe like two or three like main nutritional facts that you would like someone super basic, like that's just coming into nutrition to understand. So it's not, it doesn't have to be complex, but just someone, one of our listeners that would like to start to build their own program or start to get a better understanding of nutrition or make better choices. Have you got anything that instantly comes to your head straight away now? My, my, well, a fact piece, well, slash piece of advice, you know, if we're giving you a certain number of calories to work with mm. and you go over on one day because, I don't know, it's your best mate's birthday and they're giving you this bit of cake and you have to eat it, otherwise they'll not be very happy with you or whatever that is, you know, you can actually sort of gain those calories back over the next couple of days. So it's not like the end of the whole thing, you failed, that's it, go out for dinner, go and like go crazy, have fish and chips for tea because you know, you've know you gone off plan. You just need to think, right, okay, well that's one thing, okay, or maybe I was 200 calories over, you know, if I think of my calories across the week, I need to accrue 200 calories back. Or, you know, think of it as in, right, I need to do 200 calories um, of exercise. You can accrue it back, it's, it's a tipping scale, it's not like a, it's not like you're gonna die because you've gone over, it's, yeah. it's a balance, you know, and that's, that's half of what we're doing, we're trying to educate people on. It's 
it's not all over because you've had that one bit of cake. And yeah, and then saying balance in life is important. I know it's complete sense. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what my top fat really, because you know, there's so many people who just think, oh my god, I've got done that wrong, and then that's it. The whole day they just chuck out the window because they're 200 calories over, and they think, oh no, I ruined it. So then they go crazy, and then before they know it, they're 500 calories over. Yeah. Because they finish off with the sticky toffee pudding. Oh, that sounds good though, to be fair. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Okay, I've got, I've got two to add to that. Go so on, we'll yeah. do three as a team. So the first one from me would be facts aren't bad. True. A lot of misinformation oh, that was put yeah, out by yeah. probably the government and like uh, a lot of like very influential businesses that have a lot of money recently. This is, this yeah, is in the, the last sort of 10, deep. 15 years. You can name any? You can name a show? Uh, no. Go on, name well, a show. I don't actually right. know and I'll probably end up getting sued maybe. <laughs> but like, essentially, yeah, we were told that fats were bad, that if you ate fat, you became fat. Um, and that what you wanted was a low, sh- uh, low fat option with like loads of sugar instead, mm. which you know realistically all it does is just make you buy more because you get addicted to the sugar so we won't get into the conspiracy theories of all of that but what i will say is fats aren't bad they're a fuel source for your body and we shouldn't avoid them in fact they help us like hormonally regulate our blood sugar so they're like yeah they're awesome for us so that'll be my uh one fact the second one is it's impossible to be catabolic and anabolic at the same time so in layman's terms that means you can't get bigger and smaller at the same time. You can't be gaining weight and losing weight at the same time, obviously. That makes sense to us, right? But what that means is when you hear people say, I want to lose, mu- uh, lose fat and gain muscle, that's impossible. You can't do that. What you can do is gain muscle so that your fat is a lesser percentage of your body weight. Yep. So your lean body mass goes up and therefore your body composition changes and you end up with a lower body fat percentage. You cannot gain muscle and lose fat at the same time. It's impossible. Quite nutrition through your nutrition through, habits. Well, yeah. just through nutrition and training. Yeah. You can't do that. So in order to be, um, to get that goal, you need to be anabolic. So you need to eat in a surplus. Yeah, so I'm working out your calories and sticking yeah. to those numbers. Yeah. I think your point at the start was really good to say as well there, because a lot of people just think nutrition is day to day, but actually your days do interlink, don't they? Obviously, yeah. we, as in like the way you eat the day before is going to affect the next few days. Uh-huh. And something I never thought about with nutrition was that until I actually started to look into it a lot mm-hmm. more and realise that that's what you said about adherence, about sticking to, the, sticking to whatever you're trying to do is very, very important in terms of the long-term process, not just that day, and actually going wrong that day it's not the end of the world as long as you understand that the next few days are going to link in with that and planning yeah. that. Um, yeah, very good facts. I like that. That's awesome. I suppose the uh, the next one now is we move into what we are about to do. And I'm, I'm very, very excited to sort of announce that we are going to be offering nutrition advice uh, to our members, to outside people, to coaches, um, to other nutritionists. So as we try and continue to to grow and help more people and, and sort of the first stage really is that we thought about offering this because we spoke about different members that would really benefit from uh, from help because they train so hard and as you said nutrition is the base that pyramid is actually people need to eat well to see physical changes as well so um, yeah there's a few things that we're going to be doing but I suppose to start off with um, what what are we looking to offer Go, Sarah. Well, <laughs> so we're going to offer like an initial consultation for people, and then that will sort of introduce them to the other things on offer. So in the consultation, we'll be finding out about that person, 
you know, how their day is made up, you know, do they have to get on the train early in the morning to go to London or, or wherever they need to go to? You know, do they have more of a relaxed morning because they get up, get the kids to school, then can come back home? You know, we're actually sort of trying to find out about them so that when we design their nutrition plan for them, we can actually design it in a way that will help them. Because that's what we'd want to try and do. If we've got X amount of calories for the day, we want to put those meals in at times and intervals that are convenient for you. So the consultation is learning about your likes, your dislikes, you know, what you want to eat, when you want to eat it, are you a big snacker, are you hungry towards the end of the day? And it's all about sort of working with that person to find out what they want. So making it like personal, which is a big thing we said at the start, wasn't it? Yeah. Not not letting because we saw members that were buying online plans say. Yeah. Uh, and it was just catered for the everyday person. It wasn't yeah. specific to their needs. Exactly. So it might have foods they didn't like, foods they don't get on with, uh-huh. uh, numbers not might quite fit what they wanted. And I know we initially spoke and said we want to try and make it as personal as, po- as possible, yeah. designed specifically for that person so they can see the biggest benefit. Uh-huh. Um, and I think that definitely turns around and makes it uh, way more accountable for them and makes it, it helps them a lot more. Um, so obviously when people want to get involved in nutrition, they contact one of the team or go on our site and do it. Um, and they get invited into an initial consultation where he yeah. said you, they're going to learn, or, or the team, you two are going to learn all about that individual. Yeah. You're going to try and find out as physically much as possible to write or design the best uh, yeah. nutrition program for them. Uh, what's the next stage from there then, Max, once we've done our consultation? So the next stage from there, we have the uh, bronze package. Uh, and in the bronze package, you'll receive a full individualised uh, meal plan for a four-week period. And for that, because we're trying to get at this stage, we're trying to establish consistency in your diet and we're trying to draw a baseline. What we'll have is two meals for breakfast, lunch and dinner and two different options for snacks split up out in the day however we need to. And obviously we'll modify that for individuals. For example, if you don't eat dinner because you can't fit it in around your work style, we might do your bedtime snack instead. Mm-hmm. So you'll have two different options for that. They're all interchangeable numbers, so you can still keep some variety. And then uh, all of the measurements, types of food, and instructions on how to cook it will also be in that plan. That's awesome. That's good. And on top of that, we'll also keep a weekly report of, you'll send, the client will send a weekly report of what they have actually eaten yeah. in reference to the plan. Um, send that into the coach. The coach can then review and see whether you're actually on the, on the plan or you need to tweak it or if there any changes that need to be made. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what you get for the bronze package. That's awesome. So, yeah, I know, I know we said before, we want to try and yeah, try and physically just help that person get through because we said we know already nutrition is really hard to stick to mm-hmm. and follow, and especially initially. So with that initial one, we said about you guys being there to offer advice and help. So that goes each yeah. week through that email or they can contact you and ask questions or have anything that they're not sure on. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously they receive that through an app. So don't they? So they get the download yes. app. Yeah, you get the True Coat coach app um, and what will happen is your plan will be on the app your macros for each day and if you log in via a website browser you can put in the exact amount of protein carbs and fat that you got that day and that just helps that the, the coach can track that okay awesome yeah and I, and I saw you can make notes as well can't you about how you're feeling and feedback which I think is the whole idea of what we want to try and do yeah once so that's the first one once those four weeks are up What's the sort of next stage? Because you said the first four weeks is basically building a baseline, isn't it? Understanding that person, how they're reacting to what you've given them so far. Yeah, so I've, I've discussed this with a few of the members that we've had in um, for this stuff. 
Um, and yeah, that first four week period is all about drawing that baseline. And so at the end, say we get someone who comes in, they want to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that f- uh, four week period, they come in and they've gained weight. Okay. Yep. That is not uh, a failure. That is actually a success because we now know exactly what calories they need and what macros they need to be in a surplus. So I can then quite easily work out what they need to leave. Yeah. So it's all about drawing that line and like you cannot fail in this business. Like you cannot get it wrong because as long as people stick to the program, we can then just adjust yeah. and then we start making the gains after that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's all about drawing that initial uh, line in the sand so that we can then adjust off of them. That's fantastic. So that's our sort of bronze package where yeah, they can come in after their consultation, receive that four-week program on the app they follow, mm-hmm. and each week they get the opportunity to email you with any queries, any questions, or literally just update you on how they're feeling as well, right? Yeah. Um, so we've got that, which we said was like the base level package where we wanted people to be able to follow if they wanted something nice and simple, uh, with their, still with a little bit of support and guidance. Yeah. Um, what if we move up into like the silver? What's, the, what's that kind of next stage for us, Sarah? So we're going to offer... Um a service where we have like a, a callback or a Skype Skype call. Yeah. So, you know, you get the opportunity to talk to us about any sort of difficulties you found throughout the week or like I don't know, my my calories are based towards the mornings and I'm actually finding I'm raiding the cupboards at eight PM in the evening, you yeah. know. And then we'll shuffle your um food around so that maybe you can have a snack in the evening and it's like a healthier snack rather than whatever you're gonna find in your cupboards. So yeah, the weekly Skype call, um and then there's a weekly check-in form as well. So again, you get to fill that out and then we'll just call you back and discuss it. That's awesome. So that's each week then they get like a yeah. Skype call and, or a video call, FaceTime. Yeah, that's just arranged as and when convenient for okay. the person. And the whole idea of that then is that next level support mm. where they get some live feedback. They, yeah. can, uh, they can spend 10, 15 minutes asking you questions, yeah, looking so to just, change and temper the program a little bit. Yeah, so throughout the week, you know, they could be writing questions down and then when they give us a call, we can obviously then just answer all of them things for them that's fantastic um and then we obviously move up into our next stage which is the gold package and um, with the gold how's how does that one work so with the gold package you've now got a little bit more flexibility with um your meal choices yeah. so we're going to add in an extra uh, couple of meal choices to the plan so that you've got then got five uh, meal choices for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. Yeah. So you then have five choices instead of the original two, so you get more variety and basically more opportunities more options, to stay. Yeah, yeah more options. Uh, you also get invited into our Facebook uh, private group. We'll have specialist information on there about meals, uh, recipe ideas, any little quotes of information, motivation that we might find uh, that we think could be useful in there. Uh, you also get uh, email support 24-7, however, we will respond at the appropriate time. <laughs> uh, so you can email us at any time if you yeah. have a query, and then we'll respond to you as quickly as possible yeah. after that and try and make any changes or adjustments to the program should you need it. That's fantastic. Yeah, I think that's a big one as well, the whole extra meal choice. Um, and I do, like we said, the final sort of stage was actually using a lot of your time for that individual by day-to-day be able to answer lots of questions, still speak to them via video calls, mm-hmm. offer them for more options. Um, and obviously we have those three different levels. They follow those four weeks. Once those four weeks are all up and they've followed their first sort of level of program, like you said, they come back in and see you again, yeah. um, where they then get the opportunity to, to adapt, change, um, sort of move the program towards their goals so we know exactly where we want them to go. Yeah, and that's, that's a vital part of it really because 
as somebody changes, for example, say we get someone who loses a considerable amount of weight, mm -hmm. then we need to adjust their calories to support their body mass that it's currently at as yeah. well. So like we do that four week review and that's a really important part of the process because we can't give someone a plan and then them be on it for the rest of their lives. It just doesn't work like that. Like yeah. your body will change and adapt, particularly in the other sense. Say for example, we get someone who wants to gain weight, put on muscle, say they have achieved that, we now need to support that new muscle tissue. Mm. So we need to give them more calories. That's why we have that four week review process. Yeah, rather than just sort of follow to six months yeah, and just see all the difference. Yeah, yeah, take, yeah okay. And that makes complete sense, that sounds awesome. And I'm, I'm really excited to see people actually start to mm. use this new service and hopefully, you know, let them understand how much you're going to improve and make a big, big influence on them and help as many people as we can with this next stage. Um, so for us to finish off, we've talked about loads of nutrition, but we have really just sort of brushed it, brushed on sort of onto facts, ideas and things. And I'd actually really look forward to us doing a few more future podcasts where we put out some specific snippets of information yeah. that people can start to adapt and apply. But if you do have questions, if you go to the Shire Fit website, which is www.shire.fit, then you can obviously click on nutrition. Um, and on there, there is like a little form, you put your name and email, and you can ask any questions, uh, make any points, look to book in one of one of you two guys, or look to ask for a program, loads of different things. If you do have questions, just get in touch. We're always open to anyone getting in touch. We've had loads since we started the podcast. And obviously the aim of us starting this was to help as many people as we can spread our information out so the more people we can help the better so let us know if you've been listening any questions you've got any final points from the uh from our key nutritionists chicken rice and peas chicken rice and peas <laughs> and um, it's not all about rice cakes it's not all about <laughs> yeah, rice cakes that's rice so cake. true <laughs> if you haven't watched that again, yeah you need to go to youtube yeah, and good. search that's going to be the first rice thing in the members group yeah, that would probably be. But guys, thank you ever so much for listening and uh, we shall speak to you next week where we will be talking about long distance training, like triathlons. And we're actually going to have an Ironman athlete in to talk to us about training and uh, and how his training differs from us. And what's interesting is how he is now using CrossFit and Shire Fit and functional fitness to help his training and his team's training.